That turned out better than I thought it would. Welcome to the Invincible Podcast, probably the best superhero podcast in the universe. I'm one of your hosts, Ryan, and joining me today is Bill. Hi, everyone. And TJ. Oh, it's TJ. So today's episode is going to be all blood and guts. Minus me. Well, a little bit minus you, but we're going to get into that in a minute. Yeah. We're going to talk about some of the uh, uh, more current related stuff, like some news, because San Diego Comic-Con happened. Bloop, 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 bloop. Some news. Uh, Roper's report. Just yeah. uh, just a, a few days ago, as of this recording, was San Diego Comic Con. We wanted to talk about a few things that went on there. Um, there were a couple panels with uh, with Kirkman, and uh, some fans went up, asked questions. There is a uh, YouTube video that we compiled and put together on our YouTube page, uh, if you'd like to check it out. And it's kind of all the times that Invincible was brought up. Um, you know, not too much. <laughs> we didn't like it was still cool hearing yeah a few was, things. I mean, it wasn't anything like earth-shatteringly like you know whoa they're releasing this crazy stuff but it was it was nice to hear kirkman talk about yeah like uh, validate it, some of our like you know yeah and thoughts. it could have been uh like last year we had um the recent announcement of the movie this time we have the recent announcement of the animated series and um be like we already got our san diego comic-con out of the way like three weeks early yeah with the animated series yep Mm -hmm. um one of the things that he said that i liked was uh, a fan had asked uh like what's the gore and everything gonna be like are you still gonna have all the blood and guts and kirkman said like oh yeah it's not gonna be one of those you know mature cartoons where everything's like over the top and and people are swearing for no reason yeah yeah gratuitous yeah. i think is the word that he said yes yeah which i love i'm so glad because yeah. that was one concern of mine with the animated series it could easily go into that like crazy like mature adult like anime thing where it's just fountains of blood everywhere for no reason and yeah. it's just weird um, tarantino-esque like yeah Kill exactly Bill. yeah so i'm glad that it's going to be a little bit more and it, from what it sounds like it sounds like it's actually going to be pretty true to the comic that's that's what i took out of it mm-hmm. is that kirkman is essentially saying that this is going to be a turn like page for page representation of the comic book as as the movie he's like kind of it sounded like he was saying like someone asked you know what was it about the movie that they asked but well like he, he was someone asked about like um, the difference how, like how oh, do you let comedy. it go and like well yeah and like is yeah. this going to be one more is is the movie going to be more comedy and whatnot and he talked about how like uh, letting go of the property and let it be different and everything like that mm-hmm. and Kirkman basically said they're both going to be true to Invincible but they still can be different just like how Walking Dead has multiple properties and different stories but they're still Walking Dead right which everything he says now ever since this animated series announcement this is I'm so happy with make That's the movie what, weird make the movie different go ahead and I take expected when yeah. they, we talked about this before this is what I expected when they announced the animated series is that the animated series would be true to the comic and then the movie they're going to take liberties yeah which I'm that's what I want Are, do you feel better now knowing that the animated series is going to give you pretty much the comic in, in the form that we always kind of wanted it like because before I was very like a little more hesitant towards like don't fuck it up you know Seth Rogen like don't change it too much 
But now it's like, you know, I mean, I, I trust them. I'm, no. I'm, I'm kind of excited to see a different version of Invincible now. No, I don't. No? With, really? I, don't, I mean, I want, I want them to take liberties and I want it to be different, but I don't want it to be like, I mean, you still don't fucking play yourself, bitch. You have liberties, but I mean, you can't go too far. All right. Yeah. You can't. I, I know. Here's a question that will truly tell us how we all feel about it. Would you be more mad if they fucked up? the cartoon or if they fucked up the movie which one would you be most upset with i'm prepared i'm already mentally prepared to love the cartoon and be like meh on the movie so then let me ask like, you what if I, they what if the, what if they fucked up the show what if they fucked I'd up be the very cartoon disappointed. Yeah. and then the movie was also bad which one would you be more mad about the fact the that cartoon they fucked up? like yeah. they like 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 even kirkman said he, he can't wait for the weird stuff we can see monster girl like make sense we could see yeah. a young rex being played by the same or look like you know, mm-hmm. robot. You know what I mean? Like all those things that are, we talked about being yeah. difficult Oliver to growing do. up. Oliver like, growing and, up. Yeah. You know, like those are things that we've always talked about being difficult. Space. Mm-hmm. You know, everything being difficult to do in a live action movie, we don't have to worry about. So, so if, the, if they messed that up, but now, but now thinking about it, like how are they going to get around um, Oliver aging? Oh, okay. So maybe they tweak that a little bit so he ages even quicker, or he doesn't age quite as so fast, or in between movies he ages. Like that won't bother me so much. Excuse they can me. change it. Go Excuse ahead, me. TJ. Oh, I had a uh, little thing they had. I disagree with both of you. I like. Here's the thing. It's kind of a double-edged sword because if the the animated movie, the animated series doesn't go well, I, the movie might not even happen. But I don't think that that's even a possibility. I think the They're animated both. series is going to do awesome. Yeah. But I want to see. I would rather see a fucked up animated series and an amazing live action movie. I want the animated movie to be amazing. The animated movie? Or, I mean, the, the live action movie. You can't movie even get amazing. your thoughts straight. Listen to you. Are you can't you even get your course, face straight. No, no, of course. You can't we, even get your fucking face straight. Of course, we want both to be awesome. Yeah. You know, but my, I think I'm more geared toward the movie. So, the TJ, would you, if, if both were coming out on the same day in, in two years or whatever it's going to be, what are you most excited for right now? You're saying that. Wait, you can only see one right now in its completion. The and then you die. Or, and then you die. Are you, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Just, just to get this straight. Right now, I pull out the first season, season one of animated series Invincible, and the live action. Oh fuck, that is a hard question. <laughs> starring the Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Oh, no, no, as no. Alan the Alien. Uh. You're gonna tell me that you're gonna go for season one animated series? No I fucking way you're, you are. No way. I'm really excited no for way. the animated. And I okay, all of my eggs are in the animated series basket right now. <laughs> I have literally no hope. Not no hope. Like I'm, a, I, I'm like cool. If they get it right, I think I just fucking have awesome. expectations. If they get set. it wrong, meh. I have the show. But if they fuck up the show, and the movie's great, I will still be like devastated because that's what we originally had talked about in, yeah. se- in episode two is, of our show. Is we want a Netflix unrated animated show. Like that's how we how said that two years ago. Yes. But here's that's, the reason why. TJ, it, I was not done with well, my thought. Okay? I say you're done. Wait, wait one second. Okay. Do you, okay? Yeah, All right. Can you, can uh, no, I'm done. No, I'm done. <laughs> All right. So the reason why in that scenario I reach for the movie is because I want to know, because I don't have any expectations of the animated series being bad. I feel like it's definitely going to be good. Maybe that's me just like putting too much on it. Yeah. But the reason why I reach for the movie is because I, I got to fucking know. I got to yeah, know. Yeah. I want to know. 
you know what? Uh, maybe I'm more curious about the movie. I will, I, say, I will yeah. put that. But I feel like I'm more excited for the show just because that's what I want. My I want, I, yeah. my opinion will probably change in eight once, hours. Once yeah, dude. <sighs> once like casting is released. And then I'll be yeah. like, oh, yeah. shit. You yeah. know? Or we see a fucking trailer. But and right then I'm now, like, oh, it's, we have nothing. No, yeah, I, don't, so, I don't even care. It's it's like, okay. So one thing that Kirkman said that I thought was, uh, he put it into a good perspective, is uh, comparing the Iron Man movies to the Iron Man comics. He talked about how, like, you know, you saw things in the Iron Man movie that were never in the comics that were completely different or they tweak things, but it was still Iron Man. It was still that character. That's a, that, excuse me for calling Kirkman stupid, but that's dumb because Ooh. because you have so many different stories to oh, choose yes. from for Invincible that you or, or for Iron, Iron Man, Man that, you can, that you can pick and choose all these things. I get what Invincible you're saying, is one but story. Like you I can't, get what you're saying, you... but you can you can. He's basically saying it could be like that where it's still true to Invincible and it might be a slightly different origin or the scenes might play out different or it might not be shot for shot, but it's still Invincible. Like is is Tony Stark an alcoholic? In the in the movie in the movies he drinks a lot. It's not. But he's not like demon in a bottle no, alcoholic, no. right? So that I mean, yeah. they almost like left that out entirely. But they you still know? made. But there's a point still to, so much story. Right. But there's, but there's still. A, they can't do all of it. They I understand. Can't do it all. I under, in the movie. Yeah. Why not? Because there's, fifty years or whatever of Iron Man, whereas there's only you know four hours. Why can't they make it? Why, I mean, okay, so so Peter Jackson. And I just recently watched the entire Lord of the Rings trilogy <laughs> in two Lord, days. Why, At, dude? It's way better than I remember. Like I fucking what? loved it. Even those movies Fellowship are in Two Towers. Yeah, you hated those. I know, I hated them. I why them. did you rewatch them? I don't know. Cause we watched The Hobbit, and then I was like, oh, I'll go back and watch Lord of the Rings, and I was like, no shit, this connects really well. Oh man. Anyways, it's not good. Those that that was like six hours worth of movie or nine hours worth of movie. Mm-hmm. Why can't they do that with Invincible? Why can't they do three hour long? <laughs> Invincible movie. Because that's just not how it works. Why not make six movies of Shawshank Redemption? You're right. It's a great movie. I don't want to fucking see six hours of that depressing ass fucking book. Not that Invincible would be mm-hmm. that. If they, if they could do that with anything, Invincible would be something like that. But I've, I mean, that's always the All dream. Right. So of here's, course. here's the thing. If they, if they stick like the truest that we've ever seen anything done to the comic, to the source, with the show... I don't care what they do with. They can make Mark a girl. Yeah. I, You're saying in the movie? Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't care. I would cuz that would be to TJ's point like you could do, or your point whoever yeah. made that point was that yeah, cool cuz if 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 Kirkman is behind this and it he is and they have an awesome idea and they want to tell this story, go for it. I want to see something new. We have Invincible. Kirkman was also completed. behind again. I I feel like I'm You're bashing talking Kirkman bad, tonight. but but uh Walking Dead TV show, how's that on your? I know. How you? How's? I know. I know. That's that's what happens when someone takes liberties with the Meaning property. Meaning that we don't really care for right. the TV right. show. Right. That's what happens mm-hmm. when someone takes. Fucking. I mean, he's leaving because he's English and lives on another continent. You know, and you're talking about but, Andrew Lincoln. Yeah, Andrew oh. Lincoln. He's not. Rick isn't even going to be in the fucking show anymore. Yeah. Well, again, that might be an example of something getting so big that it gets away from them, which, you know. Yeah. I love the first season of Walking Dead. First season was amazing. I, like, I actually really liked the and second they, season, and they too. Took, I like the second I season. I think it got away from them, but they, that's a whole other discussion. They took the appropriate, like, things to add. They let mm-hmm. Shane live a little bit longer. 
the stuff with the barn was awesome. How yeah, Sophie was in that. the barn. Like that was really cool. Those were things that were better in the show. But then they just changed stupid stuff for no reason. And I and I'm curious as to like. Well, you got to think a lot of things. Looking back now, a lot of things were because of the creative team. There were issues going on, and then suddenly things got shifted, that and then actors scare you come and for go. The movie? Of course it does, but I can't say that that's going to happen now, and yeah. then judge it for that. Yeah. All things considered, I think right now that's you know right. I'm excited for it. Uh, another thing that was brought up, bringing it back to uh, San Diego Comic Con, was the video game on one of the panels and they talked more about uh, Invincible as a video game and uh, you know it was cool getting to hear them and the head of the you know Skybound Entertainment you know video game department and talk about how it would need to be something that makes sense for Invincible you know that they don't that the way they do video games there they don't want to just shoehorn Invincible into any kind of genre they're not going to make something that isn't right for with the release date already like we're we're making an Invincible game without a studio yeah it's going to be a first person shooter it's coming out next 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 month let's let's find a studio like no so what I mean that I think kind of goes back to I mean the only things that in my opinion make sense are either Mm -hmm. a, a fighting game or something like a Telltale game. What I liked about that panel in general and the creative team of Skybound yeah. is that they're open to anything. They're awesome. Like, like they're like they're they're like yeah we want to they they weren't like oh we can't talk about that they're like no we want to make a game mm-hmm. if it makes sense and yeah. if it is cool if it and, gets and as excited then we're we'll absolutely fucking do it. But and we saying won't that they want to work with a development team that is excited about it too if and they're is passionate fans. about it. yeah if they're they fans. said if they're fans yeah are they fans yeah like, that's awesome I they like never, that they a didn't lot. shoot down any like they they didn't give any like you know ambiguous answers and so they're like yeah we we do it mm-hmm. you know what I mean yeah. we're open to it and they talked about it for a while like they actually mm-hmm. said like hey we we would absolutely do this so yeah. I like that that's pretty cool mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but okay. other than All that right. uh, there was an article that uh, did we mention the fact that Robert Kirkman is writing the pilot of the animated series not yet I don't think we, we mentioned that so that came out obviously that Kirkman is writing the pilot I love that because we are going to get to see Robert Kirkman kind of go back 15 years and rewrite his pilot, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, how would he do it differently? It. Oh, man. He is. Yeah. Oh yeah. To go back 15 years and change something yeah. to rewrite history, mm-hmm. that would be exciting. I'm so excited for the animated series. I think that's a really cool idea. Yeah. Um. So that I, I like the fact that he's doing like that's how involved he is too, which is nice. Um. He mentioned, of course, uh, uh, the Copeland brothers who are directing and everything. And, um, at one point I could have sworn there was an article that said that, uh, Kirkman mentioned during the panel that he'd like to have you know artwork to show next year at next year's San Diego Comic Con of the animated series which would mean we're well well over a year away from it coming out but that same article I could not find them talk about that and I yeah. swore that I watched it yeah I couldn't find that if you if, if, if we're missing that uh, let us know but I don't I don't remember seeing that or I, I mean I, I remember seeing it, it but you didn't. See, I, you didn't I saw. It. I saw it when it was in the article, but I never actually yeah, heard but him say it. I looked at the same it's article gone, yeah. and it's gone now. And it's gone. So that tells me I maybe mean, they retracted it. Maybe that was wrong. Yeah. I don't know. Either way, that I same still... article also said that Corey Walker inked or uh, <laughs> drew, the drew it and that didn't Ryan Otley inked it. Oh really? Yeah. Really? I yeah. Uh, yeah I don't. Um, I I mean I'm still not expecting it but if that's the case then we still have a little over a year before the end of the series is even you know any anything moving on it but we do know that Kirkman did say that he wrote the pilot the pilot's already mm-hmm. written um, but I know animation we also can take know a while. that they didn't they say when they first announced it that they were like halfway through the first season of like the, no, the animation that, no that was that wasn't true that was yeah you sure? 
But, but yeah. So and I also, I, before we move on, yeah, I also have a lot of faith in the the creative team that's behind it, just based off of their work that they've all done. Mm-hmm. Like it's all really good. The uh, Clone Wars. Oh yeah, right. Yep. Star Wars, Clone Wars. That Clone like Wars. consistently is an awesome show. That was someone who worked on Clone Wars. There's someone who Spider-Man. worked on uh, yeah. Uh, Copeland's work on, worked on uh, Spider-Man. They worked on a lot of DC projects. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, we talked about this during the animated series. But yeah, there's the guy, the, the showrunners, the guy that he worked on Teen Titans. Yeah. You know, which Just has all a good movie work. come like, out like this weekend or something. Yeah, so. but I mean, we could back up like why we support them for the show, why the show stands a better chance than the movie does because mm-hmm. then we can go to Seth it's Rogen and be awesome like, like Hornet. Hey, here's here's eight, eight episodes. Like it's a full season order. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's not like we're getting a pilot. Hopefully it does well and we can make more. Yeah. Like, we're getting eight episodes. That's a long story they can that they put can tell. A lot, yeah, they can put a lot into it and not have to worry about, are we going to get another episode? Yeah. Are we gonna? Is yeah. it even an air? Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, moving on a little bit. Well, also at San Diego Comic-Con, did you see, you guys saw that they announced the Super Dinosaur yeah. animated. I was just about to bring that up. Right? That's I awesome. I didn't see that. What's yeah. this? Super that Dinosaur was actually animated in the, series. In, in the video, in the panel. They mentioned, oh yeah, during that slideshow you guys saw, you might have seen a little bit of uh, Super Dinosaur animated, which means that's already happening. Happening, like it's being worked on. It's, For what studio? I don't know. It's probably Amazon. They haven't no, said anything. It can't be it's got to be Amazon. Super it's Dinosaur be. was made was made for kids, so that that could be anything. They could have kids shows on Amazon. Yeah, well, yeah, I guess that's true. It's marketing. I mean, like, and I guess if they cut a deal, if Skybone cut a deal with Amazon, then it would make sense that all their for kids. I'm gonna watch that shit. Would. Did you read the comic book? No. Oh. Did Do you think uh, Riker would read that? Super Dinosaur? Yeah. I just bought him his age. first graphic novel today. Did you really? What was That's it? That's so weird. Batman was, Hush. No. Shame. No, <laughs> my God, no. It was a Justice League one. I don't even know from like the 90s. He just picked it out. He picked out Hawkman. And I was like, really? oh, Riker. It's too expensive. Yeah. Where, where, <laughs> where, <laughs> where did you take him? That one's not it out? for sale. Uh, the Boulevard Mall, there's like that secondhand comic yeah, shop cool it's like a really big bookstore they got they have a lot there and they're I all saw, they have invincible yeah, stuff yeah i saw there. they have invincible yeah. stuff, they're all like half off and stuff. yeah that's insane yeah like really insane what is it <laughs> insane i was hoping ryan would go yeah yeah so let's see this is the article about super dinosaur being animated with uh amazon uh oh, shit. yeah from what i can see yeah so uh, that's pretty cool, and uh, I don't think there's a release date on that either, but they did apparently show a little bit of footage or artwork uh, during San Diego Comic-Con, so that's well underway too, which is exciting. Uh, other than that, we're... Speaking uh, of San Diego Comic-Con, we're going to talk about some trailers? Do you want to talk about some trailers? Well, let's finish a little bit of Invincible stuff, related stuff first. Oh, do you have more? Yeah. One Hit more, us with it, Ryan. One more thing. Bill and I um, recently recorded with uh, some in- fellow Invincible fans... Uh, for another podcast slash show. It's a YouTube show. That yeah, it's they a YouTube have. channel. Imperious Rex. Imperious Rex is the name. Yep. yep. If you look them up on uh, um, uh, YouTube, you'll find that they're actually doing a Summer of Invincible type thing where uh, they're going to be releasing retrospectives on the entire series, and they are doing it in three parts. They've already released the first part, which is the basically the first compendium up to issue forty-seven, and they are doing a very good job of kind of recapping a ton of issues in a you know you know sizable video i mean it's not super long i mean it's shorter than our episodes uh and they're doing a really good job on it and we're going to i mean if all things go well it's not out yet 
but we'll be uh, making an appearance on one of those episodes. I believe it's going to be the third one. The final one, yeah. Yeah. So look out for that. That should be fun. And uh, go watch their uh, first and uh, their second uh, episodes. Should be live soon. And Um, all their stuff. Yeah. They're pretty cool. They're nice guys. guys. Yeah. Um, Other than that, uh, we could talk about some other Comic-Con stuff we saw before getting into our main topic. Um, Want to talk about maybe a trailer or two that you guys were psyched about? Well, there were three main, oh, four, four main ones mm-hmm. that we can talk about that came out. We'll probably spend more time. So there was Shazam, mm-hmm. Aquaman, Godzilla, King of the Monsters, mm-hmm. right? King of the Monsters? Mm, something like that. And fucking Glass. Oh, uh, God. I have a fifth one then that I'd that, like to discuss. Then that means I only saw one of those. I'm not going to be much help here. Okay. All right, cool. we'll, do, we'll do quick, we'll do quick yeah. ones. Go on. So we'll talk about the one you did see, Ryan. Shazam? Yeah. I thought it looked awesome. I'm I'm down on um, most DC stuff these days. I'm not a fan of it. We've talked about it in the past. I like what uh, DC announced with them doing this whole, instead of the DCEU, they're changing it to be like DC Worlds or whatever, and mm-hmm. it is going to be all kind of their own universe, like multiverse yeah. type stuff. I love that idea. And However, I, in the Shazam trailer, there's a oh, batarang. No. This Shazam, Shazam is still in DCEU, yeah. but I still like the direction that they're like, like, that was already being different. made right. when that was a thing. Yeah. Um, so I'm saying, like, this bodes well for me in DC movies. Uh, I like. I thought Shazam looked awesome. I like what TJ, I think you said, that it looks like a 90s movie or it something. It looks like a 90s, a really good 90s movie, which yeah. I I think is good. But I think it's it, it also, with it being the trailer and it feeling that way, it very easily could go bad. It yeah. reminded me of Big. Yes. Which is so it's weird a, it's why a, it's you a said lot 90s. Like big. It looks like Big, like Tom Hanks. Yep. And, like, it, it looks almost identical to that because yeah, it's the same is, essential story yeah. like it's a kid in, a, in an adult's body this is a kid in a superhero's body mm-hmm. but it has the um the sidekick is uh i think eddie from it oh is it yeah the oh. talking fast one that was like yeah. uh, uh what's a uh, gazebo or a placebo or whatever yeah yeah the one that was sick all the time yeah yeah huh i didn't well, like i didn't i, I, I don't like the shazam costume i don't like the shoulder the shoulders look so like here's the thing big. i think that the shazam costume is not good if it was a serious movie, once I was like, "Oh, there, it's a, it's a comedy," I don't mind the costume as much anymore. To yeah, be honest. I agree. I don't think I'll, I don't think I'll care after a few minutes on screen. All right. Mm. So then, really quick, Godzilla. What do you think of that? Uh, so I, I haven't it, seen the trailer. How is it? Like, I think it looks awesome. Um, there are some parts that I'm a little iffy about. I couldn't really name what they were, but I remember there were certain parts. But it looks awesome. Uh, those kids from fucking uh, Stranger Things are like blowing up because yeah, the course. main girl is yeah. seven or eleven. <laughs> yeah. uh, eleven is the Billy, main, Billy Bobby main character. Millie, 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 Millie Bobby yeah. Uh, yeah. I think it looks fucking awesome. And it actually, looks great. Question: very... Does this tie in? Yes. Kong. Yes. Y- not yet. I know it. it, didn't, it, it we it, don't know. For, same like, there universe. Isn't I know it's this, same universe. But is it this one is not the is... one? I, this is from what I've seen and from what I understand. This is not the one that connects the two. So this will most likely end with a teaser that Kong is coming, and then, and the, then the next, next movie will be, will be... yes, right. cool. Yeah. All right, I'm done with that. What uh, uh, What did you guys think of Aquaman? I only saw like clips of it. So the the beginning of the trailer started out really Just bad. Scrolling through Twitter, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know that he was half human, half Atlantean. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but the end of it, which showed like the crazy fucking. People riding sharks and seahorses and they looked looked fucking awesome. I thought really? Mantis looked like if you know what Mantis looks like, like I, I was like. like, there's no fucking way he's gonna look good. 
if they do him. it like that, and it looked exactly like him, and it looked good, yeah. which I wasn't expecting. Dude, it looked right, cool. really good. It looks fucking. It actually looks looks good. Yeah, if they just invest in that the fucking crazy like fantasy stuff giant crabs and stuff like yeah. you know what you'd expect just go go all like in. alien but underwater it looks fucking awesome all right and everyone everyone is saying kind of the same thing i think all it right. looks good yeah i think cool. it looks good all glass right. don't i don't even know if i want to hear anything about this because i'm kind of avoiding it in a way have you seen split yes okay you've yeah seen i saw it late it looks fucking amazing does it dude. good that's all i'm gonna uh, say tj i agree cool i can't wait i'm so excited I'm a that's nervous. such a cool idea I'm a little nervous about bringing the three of them together. I'm not. My my. I cannot wait to see James McAvoy again because he yeah. he's my favorite part he of is, the three of them. Oh my oh, god, absolutely. he's so absolutely. awesome. I re I rewatched Unbreakable before watching Split for the first time because I, I had it spoiled. I knew that they were connected, and uh, Unbreakable. It's still a good movie. Oh, I love Unbreakable. It's, Unbreakable I feel is like so boring. boring. It's oh, boring. you guys are crazy. No, I boring. feel like if I were to go to someone and say, "Just fucking make a movie for me." Just fucking do really? it. That w- it would come out of that. Like it's such a, a smart you would be movie. the only one in the theater. <laughs> oh, I'm not like no, Unbreakable. No, I like Unbreakable. It's so it's, smart. But it's so boring. It is smart. It but is, but it's not. I don't think it was ever. It's not a superhero movie. Just because it's about no, it's comic books and about superheroes yeah, doesn't yeah. mean it's it's 100 it a drama. It's it, very slow, but oh, it's so good. It, Him lifting weights in his basement with his son. Like name a better oh name a name God. another scene. The whole ending. Every, every scene with... The yeah, whole... him walking into the comic shop at the end. But other than those two scenes, yeah, I, I mean, the train crash in the beginning. No. But him at the hospital, yeah. Yeah. Like, but that's uh, it. The son, the the son, son with, with the, the gun. gun. Oh, so we're yeah. just like, yeah. okay, okay. Hey, name another one. Just name another one. Okay. like fucking The, the pool scene where he <laughs> where he falls out the balcony and he lands and then he's on a pool cover and then it understand? slowly sinks into the water. Oh, Do you yeah. understand that every time I see one of those pool covers, I get uneasy because of that scene? Really? That is a terrifying way to die. So, um... Glass well, looks amazing, though. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to see it. I can't fucking wait. Uh, I'm excited to see Mission Impossible this weekend. I think me and Liz are probably going to go I see watched, it, too. I uh, um, Rogue Nation. I watched Ghost Protocol. Uh-huh. For, uh, yeah, you did. Uh, I had already seen it, but I wanted to rewatch. Dubai, that's the uh, I, re- I rewatched that a couple days ago. God, it's just such a fun movie. Awesome. Did you, it's so ridiculous. Did and so you fun. Watch... I'm watching Ghost Protocol one day in the next two days. You mean the next I, one? Yeah. The, and Ghost that's Protocol. when you haven't seen you I meant Rogue Nation. Nation. I'm sorry. Rogue you have I mean, not seen Rogue Nation? I have not seen Rogue Nation. I'm watching it soon. It's good. Yeah. I want to know. I it's think he's going to like it more. It's not Ghost really? Protocol. I think he's going to no, like it more. I will no. say Ghost Protocol, well-being, still very good. It's it, it aged a little bit. It did. Did you notice that? Yeah, it's, that's and that's why I think that you're going to like Rogue Nation more. And uh, if you have not seen those movies consecutively, like now, like it I feels think like, like it feels Absolutely. like an early 2000s movie, maybe late 90s almost. Yeah. Ghost yeah. Protocol does. Yeah. But it has a completely different tone from the other. Well, no, Rogue Nation's kind of similar tone, but it's it's I'm, by Brad Bird. I love all like, the all the characters are awesome. Yeah. I forgot um, Simon Pegg. No, I knew he was in it. I forgot fucking Jeremy Renner was in. Mm. Uh, Ghost oh, Protocol. he's amazing. God, he's in Ghost so Protocol. good. He's so good. He's man. so good. Uh, but yeah, what super excited for that. That's it, the five. Um, oh, no, you said, you well, said no, more. I said there was also the um, Harry Potter one, but you guys haven't seen that yet. Which mm. uh, there's um, one of the Fantastic one Beasts, uh, Crimes of Grindelwald. Uh, the three of us weren't a huge fan of the last Fantastic Beast. You guys haven't seen the new trailer. I will say this does look pretty good. The trailer was pretty cool looking. That mm. was yeah. Um, I had one more. Titans. Did you guys see the trailer oh, for the new TV yeah. show? We talked about yeah. it. Well, we, I didn't talk about it. We but we talked about it. Yeah. When. What do you think? Because you're a huge Robin fan. I am a huge Robin fan. And you thought? 
I think that Robin looks awesome. I think everyone else looks I'm, like trash. I'm hoping it's a poorly cut trailer. And I hate... I don't... Fuck I Batman. didn't like the fact Batman. Yeah. I didn't, thought that was very... I don't know. Don't, yeah. don't just... Like Kirkman was saying when it comes to the yeah. animated. Yeah. Like, don't swear for no reason. They're, just they're to trying cool. to make... Yeah. Like, yeah. Don't make it cool. And then Robin was killing people. Like yeah, he was like using a gun. It's still early. You think they're gonna? You think they're gonna try and edit it a little bit? It's no. still early. No, because what I read is that this his relationship with Batman is integral, integral, integral. integral? Well, to is him becoming Nightwing, right? To, no, to him, like the the story starting the team. The yeah. story that's in in Titans or Teen Titans is why he feels that way about Batman. Okay, all right. Well, we'll see. Um... Is that it? We want to get into the main topic soon? Yeah, let's okay. get into it. I'm going to go ahead and step out for well, about on. an hour. Well, no, we're going to explain this. So, like we said at the beginning, we are the Invincible Podcast. We talk all things Invincible. Uh, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. If you want to email us to be a part of the show, like a lot of people did for this upcoming uh, main topic, you can email us at theinvinciblepodcast at gmail.com. We are also the Oblivion Song Podcast. If you are reading Robert Kirkman's other comic book, uh, one of his other comic books that he's put out, uh, uh, The Oblivion Song, uh, you should give that podcast a try. Uh, we release an episode every month after the latest issue. The next one comes out, uh, the next issue comes out August 8th, so our next uh, episode will come out August 10th. That's right. And, that and is, it is the the, col- the final issue in the first um, like story arc. Yeah. Which, Which is, is exciting. Going. It's going to be a good one. We're really excited to talk about that one. So uh, now's a good time to catch up if you're not reading that and uh, check out that podcast. We have a lot of fun recording that one. Uh, we also are probably going to talk about some, you know, there is some, a little bit said about Oblivion Song at San Diego Comic-Con. We'll bring enough, that up. Yeah, enough there is said. enough said. Oh, yeah. We'll said. bring that up on the Oblivion Song podcast. Uh, our next episode of this podcast, so in two weeks, we're going to be talking all about Invincible Presents, Adam, Eve, and Rexplode. It was a, uh, a trade paperback that was released. Uh, it's a collection of the single issues that were that came out quite a few years ago, all, talking all about uh, Adam, Eve, and Rexplode's origins. So we've never actually sat down, read it, and gone through that uh, that on this podcast. We've referenced it before, but it's going to be fun to actually talk about it in its entirety. And with Rexplode being the best character in Invincible. Ah, yeah. And Adam, Eve being the most attractive. Hmm. You can see uh, how it's important. Uh, yeah. So come back in two weeks for that episode. Uh, what we're going to do now is we're going to transition over to our Blood and Guts episode. And why, what blood I, and what? Blood and Guts. Oh, sounded yeah. like you said Guts. Blood and Guts. Blood and Guts. Uh, why I say transition is because we actually recorded this one a little over a month ago, but uh, we chose not to release it because when we would have released this was when they announced the Invincible Animated Series was happening. And we decided to shelf this episode and talk about that instead because i mean duh uh so we're taking it out of the vault taking it out of the vault so it's uh actually just tj and i because bill was bleeding from the ears uh and so it's so, your lucky day yeah it's gonna be a good episode it was a really we were we considered actually re-recording the whole thing but i listened to it uh earlier today and it's a really good episode huh. we had a really good time oh, fuck if you, you don't say so yourself if well. i don't say so myself <laughs> uh, a, we did a really good job on this well it was i mean we would just say the same thing over again and no, i didn't yeah, yeah. so uh i hope you enjoy it it was a lot of fun we talk all about like our favorite goriest moments in uh invincible and, and just keep uh, in mind that this was before the animated series was yes before released. it was announced and mm-hmm. at the end of it we do talk a little bit about um the blood and guts we'd want to see in the movie right. so real quick 
Do you guys think that the animated series needs to be uh, bloody? Yes. TJ? Give me all the gore in the animated series. The animated I don't series, need it in the yes. movie. The animated series, absolutely. Let's make it uh, as bloody. Conquest if, grabbing as, onto as intestines. The, yeah, and, as yeah. the actual comic. Make it equal. Uh, We're going to transition over now. If you stick around uh, after the uh, credits, after the credit music, uh, Bill actually makes an appearance. So stick around. You'll actually get to hear from him because we actually grabbed him for... See, uh, and most people are excited... They're most excited. Like, they, they watch the movie, and they're like, oh, I can't wait for the after, after credits scene. Yep. For, like, mm. yep, TJ. Mm. That's but right. then it's, like, like like a more recent Marvel movie where the the end credits scene it's is just, just a disappointing. Joke. <laughs> I feel like I waited fucking, like, six minutes for this shit. Like Spider-Man Homecoming? Like every Marvel movie, like, the past ten. Mm. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Uh, enjoy Invincible. Uh, epi- blood it. Blood. Ep- ep- Invincible Podcast, episode 61. Blood and guts. Okay. <laughs> so, TJ, before we get into the gore of, in, of, in Invincible, a little bit about our history with gore I thought would be interesting to talk about. Sure, what do you want to know? Uh, what was some of the first gory, bloody movies you remember seeing as a kid? Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. God, how sure. old were you? Like three oh my god <laughs> i watched horror movies with my dad since i, I don't i i mean before i can even remember yeah. like life man since forever and uh, do you think fright that... night part two and the exorcist mm-hmm. fucked my life up yeah like fucked me up bad now was Exor- i still haven't seen exorcist is it gory it's just it doesn't she i know at one point she vomits everywhere and everything but like is there uh, like i don't even really it? remember that it that much i i, I don't know I feel like there's got to be. I can't think of a of a of a part, but I've I haven't seen it too many times in my life. Yeah. Um, but it, there's just a lot of just really messed up stuff in that movie. I don't remember any gore though. Yeah. Hmm. Do you think that? Um... Actually, yes. There's one really gory scene that I don't even like to talk about. Okay. All right. Uh... <laughs> if you've seen The Exorcist, you know what I'm talking about. Something with a knife. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Not good. Uh, do you think that seeing gory movies? at such a young age desensitize you a little bit to stuff yes currently because me and you are like exact opposites i was never allowed to see anything like that i never watched anything the the furthest back i can remember of like something even mildly gory is the t-rex eating the guy off the toilet in jurassic park <laughs> and that's not, not even, even gory. Anything. i know but like i never watched horror movies i never watched anything like that uh and I'm not a fan of gore in movies or anything like that. I just What's don't like weird, it as much. And we talked, we've we've talked about this like forever about um, where like what did we talk about? Like probably the book haters or like anytime mm-hmm. I, I'll read something, I'll always be like, or watch a movie, I'll be like, it's not gory at all. And then you guys will read it and and or watch it and be like, it was so gory. I'm like, <laughs> really? Like I don't, yeah. I, I I don't even think about it. I mean, when it comes to horror movies. The only thing that still affects me, but I'll I'll watch them because it affects me. Like I I want to watch a horror movie to be scared, but um I grew up in a very religious home, mm-hmm. so things like exorcisms and things like things like, like just stuff like that still like terrify me to this day. Yeah. So I will I'll especially go to those movies because I like being scared. Yeah. I don't like when there's time. I don't like when I bring it back to more gore though. Yeah. I don't like when there's slow cuts with knives 
Anything like blades. Yeah. Anything like those are usually the worst gory moments. Like on, I, honestly, one of the probably the goriest thing I've seen in like a movie. Cecil. When I was yeah, one of the goriest things I've seen in a movie, as far back as I can remember, was probably because of you. Was it um, House on Haunted Hill? Oh yeah, Dude. that movie. Yeah. And Damn, remember, I even forgot that existed. Right. Remember, there's a point in which like a glass door cuts yeah. a, cuts a guy in half, and the front half of him slides down. Was that it? is 13 Ghosts. Was it 13 Ghosts? Yeah. See, I don't remember. But yeah, yeah so that movie. That, that movie does not hold up. <laughs> I bet it doesn't. I bet it doesn't. Uh, I remember that was gory at one point. But no, I like, yeah, it's probably because of you. And then, you know, getting older and seeing movies in the theater. Like, I don't, I never saw anything being younger, but yeah. I don't know. Uh, the gore in Invincible doesn't particularly bother me, though. I don't know if it's because it's, you know drawn and it's not as lifelike mm. um but it's never been the kind of thing where like what what was the comic crossed oh yeah that, that was that was a messed okay, up that, comic that was a little much yeah that was yeah that almost was to the point where it was like all right they're trying a little too hard yeah i mean i, I loved think that, it but I it was i love the comic itself but my guess is that's kind of what that comic was going for it's kind yeah. it's going to get a reaction out of you and that's yeah. the point of it um now in invincible the first, I looked back at the first few, you know, issues or whatever, and I wanted to find out, like, when, what early Gore and Invincible was like. And uh, the first, like... It was, I mean, just, I didn't do that, uh-huh. but I'm just going off of what I remember, is it was blood, but no crazy detail in it. You yeah. know what I mean? It was just a lot of red. Yeah. Now, obviously, the first thing, one of the first things I thought of was... Nolan killing the Guardians, right? Exactly. Which was kind of That's shadowy. Of There's splashes, splashes of blood, and yeah. it's kind of like I don't it know what you call of, it. A little bit uh, more abstract. Wolfman. Yeah, it's kind of a little astonishing bit, Wolfman. Yeah, astounding Wolfman. Um, but even before that, when I when I look back, there was actually a moment when one of the Reanimen was uh, uh, attacking the college or whatever. But all it was doing was trying to kill itself, and it jumped on this modern piece of art and stabbed itself in the chest, and mm. it's all like shadowed. Like, you don't yeah. see anything at all. And then, like, the next panel is a small panel with just its feet hanging from the statue. And there's, like, it doesn't actually show it. Like, yeah. it it seems like early Invincible really tried to tone it down a little bit. It didn't want to show anything too direct. Um, but like, well, it was early on, too. And, I mean, I don't know. Like, we always talk about how when it started out, it was a very different comic. Mm-hmm. And it was, I wouldn't say it was, like... I, I kind of would. I, I would say that when it first started out, it was kind of geared towards a younger audience. So mm-hmm. yeah, I don't think, I don't know if Kirkman wanted to go too crazy that early on. Yeah. It wasn't, I mean, I'd say after Nolan killed the Guardians, the gloves were off. And we saw. Even after that, like we didn't see too much until 13. Yeah. Because after that, we saw Nolan punch through the Immortal, which was mm-hmm. pretty bloody and he had blood all over his hands mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Because then he like chopped him in half or whatever. Um, and then the fight, like the fight with Mark, was bloody, but it wasn't gory. Uh, so what are you saying is gore? Like, I mean, are you are you saying like that you're seeing guts? That you're seeing like yeah, inside? pretty much, pretty much. Because I mean, he open, is like fucking. He is fucked up in that. Oh my! Like no, flipping through. No, I see what. You, yeah, you're you're right. There, there, he, there he's, aren't like he's, guts on the floor. No, but, but that, he's like that is borderline gore. You could call that gore. Yeah. Um. Because it is it is messed up, but there is no open wounds. Like you're not seeing 
inside. Yeah, You're not right, seeing right, right. anything like it that. It definitely... Compared to where the series goes. Right. This Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, it's I would definitely call it gore, um, but it was definitely early stage mm-hmm. gore in, of Invincible. I mean... When you get to war, I mean, we'll get there. I'm not going to jump jump ahead. But when you get to around, like, issue 120-ish, mm-hmm. like, that, that's, like, the height of... Well, yeah. It does not get any gore yeah, than that. There's, it's the opposite. There's more non, non-gore non on that page than there is gore. Yeah. Um, we'll get there. Yeah. Uh, when, I, uh, when we talked about this episode, uh, TJ, I wanted to know what were some of the first things you think of when you think of I think Gorn of the, Invincible like right now like don't tell me all of them just we'll go back and forth like what's like it jumped in your mind I say number one, Blood and Invincible the first thing I picture yeah, is what's the, the, first thing the, you the face of Conquest I think everyone really really Really? That not, I feel like that's the <laughs> that's like the easy that's kind of funny No, it just I don't think that that's the goriest but yeah. that's what I think of that's funny because it's not it, it, it wasn't even in my top like three or four what yeah, I feel like everyone got to go you're that first. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right, but it just wasn't one of the things that popped in my head. I mean, there, I think the reason why I think of that is because my favorite, my favorite cover of any Invincible is from it's, it's issue sixty three. Mm-hmm. Um, it's from Conquest, and he's fucked. And like, that he's was and bloody and, as shit. And uh, as far as covers go, that one is disgusting. Yeah, that, like you had that as your phone background for a while. Yeah, and everything. I did. Like his bones sticking mm-hmm. out, like oh, bones sticking out, and anything, and anything is just oof. Yeah, did blood you see, dripping from his chin? You saw oh, so good. I know this isn't really bone sticking out, but you saw Revenant, right, Leonardo DiCaprio? Yes, that was bloody because yeah. that was like mauled by a bear, and yeah. just those kind of wounds, those bother me. Those mm-hmm. are bad. Yeah. Um, the first thing I thought of, and I don't, again, I don't know if this is too abnormal, but it was Oliver and the Mahler twins. It, okay. It, it is. I think it's again because, not wrong, but not even probably wouldn't even be in my top five. Really? Yeah. I think. Um. And looking back through issues, uh, I want to say it was one of the first. You just, truly you turned it. You t- well, oh, it's good. Okay. I had it. I had it tapped. I was gonna say you turned right to it, which <laughs> I had a bookmark. Uh, it. it was one of the first like truly gory moments, and it. Yeah. It, like. We see intestines. And it was such, I don't know if before this we saw intestines. We're jumping around a little bit. But, yeah, we're not going to crawl into order. Right, we're we're just not going to go in order. We're just talking about different stuff. But mm-hmm. what made this awesome, too, was it was like, it was a surprise. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, they're a threat. But then you turn the page and it's a full page of him just flying right through one of the Mahler twins. And it was just nuts. Guts everywhere. Blood everywhere. It was insane. I want to say this was FCO. But this was like the beginning of like deep colored reds and these yeah. this just this completely gross thing and like and creative too not just like somebody getting punched or like you know cut or something like that him flying through a a, a person mm-hmm. and then ramping it up punching someone's bottom jaw and their teeth going through yeah. their brain and their eyeball out the back of their head nothing happened before this yeah. that like was close to this like that that was I don't know. I think it was just because of the shock of it. And uh, again, rereading through Invincible um, for the new reader series that we did and like hearing the reaction of um, uh, of like new readers all the time, like Liz and Brittany and stuff like that. When they get to that, it's it's a moment. I mean, obviously, the fact that it's a little boy doing it, too, was a big deal. Yeah. So it, it just and adds not another only that, layer but the, to the it. Factor, the, it, was, um, it was the shock factor of 
just a hero killing somebody. Yeah. And it was like, like he was a good Invincible guy. was and like, innocent. what did like, you just do? Like, you, like it was a, it was a big deal. Mm-hmm. And for a while, it was permanent. You know what I mean? Like, the, the, he right. killed the Maulers. These guys who have been in it since issue <clears throat> two. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. this is, it, it was a big deal. They are arguably on the cover of the first issue. Oh, the first issue, yeah. The shadow that you see. Arguably. Yeah. Oh, no, that was Titan. Arguably. Oh, you're Titan right. It was Titan. Yep. It was. Right. Uh, but yeah, so that was that was one of the first ones I always thought of. Um, Are we going to my second one? Actually, let's 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 see what someone from Twitter says. Uh, remember, yeah, I, I, let's I, do that. <laughs> I uh, I asked everybody the same question over on Twitter, and Ben over from the Nerds Chatting Podcast. Oi! Hey Ben! Oi Ben! Ben says everyone says it. However, I think the first conquest fight was where I had to put the book down and take a moment. Yes. Mark realizing what he was up against and what conquest was prepared to do to do to bring him to heal the stakes were so high and then ben also gives another one but we'll talk about that in a second go ahead tj what what do you have for a second one a second one i mean we already talked about it but if i'm being completely honest even though it wasn't again not nearly as bad as it gets but my my top three my second one would be um the omni-man invincible fight Mm -hmm. issue 11 and i think the reason why i jumped to that too is because the I mean, to every Invincible fan, issue 11 of the hand, the mm. bloody hand, is just, like, yeah. synonymous, if that's yeah. if I'm using that word correctly. Um, it's legendary when it comes to Invincible covers and just single issues. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that that's why I go there, but that was my number two. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to jump off that and read an email because it kind of ties into, into that fight. Let's uh, do that. This is from Shane Van Dusen. Uh, thank you for writing in. Remember, you can email us at theinvinciblepodcast at gmail.com. Van Dusen. Shane says, The blood and gore in Invincible serves as a real narrative purpose. It is a prime example of the graphic storytelling that epitomizes good comics. Epitomizes. Good mm-hmm. word. Gore, for the sake of gore, is at best fan service. At worst, it's simply done for shock value as a cash grab. In the case of Invincible, the gore highlights the sheer power of the combatants, like when Mark fought Nolan. These are two truly powerful individuals hammering on each other for all they are worth. It shows you just how outclassed Mark is at this point in the series. The consequences of those civilian deaths lead to the important points in Mark's character arc, such as working for dinosaur, working with dinosaurs, or even the creation of Powerplex. The value of the blood and gore can also be seen to demonstrate Mark's power and determination. He is beaten and battered fighting conquest. He has no use of his arms uh, his, and his face is smashed to hell, but he still manages to headbutt Conquest into submission. DJ, what you were just talking about. Uh, without the blood and the very visible injuries, that whole sequence would have lacked the necessary impact of such a colossal event. The synergy between the scope of the tale being told and the need for the gore is exemplified when Battle Beast has his long-awaited battle with Thrag. These are two of the most powerful, most vicious characters in the series. Their fight was an epic brawl that took place over days of nonstop action. If the participants are not seen as truly battered in such an altercation, it would not have the impact that it would be expected of something of that from the readership uh, that we had been building up in our minds for so long. So, yeah, that's that's heavy stuff. Thanks, Shane. That was that was really well written. It's, it seems like some of the best, most memorable gore scenes are the ones where 
Invincible is outmatched and getting his ass kicked. Yeah, because it really shows the stakes, you yeah. know. Um, he mentioned another one of my top moments, uh, and that was, uh, and again, this isn't really in any particular order for me. Um, in fact, this was like the fourth one that I had, uh, but it was the powerplex scene. Yeah, because it's way like it was. It's again, it, almost like the Oliver and Mahler twins thing, where it's like it it's, came out of nowhere. It came out of nowhere, and yeah. it was uncomfortable. It yeah. wasn't like here's two big strong guys beating each other up, and they get bloody. It was this is like, this is like a real this story, is, this is, and then like shit goes wrong. This is bad. Like this is hard <laughs> to read. Yeah. Um, but that was the other thing that Ben from the Nerd Chatting podcast said. He said, "Shout out for when uh, Powerplex fried his wife and child. It's heartbreaking." Um, and then, uh, I believe, um, Paul said, uh, yeah, Paul Hill over on Twitter said hey, that. he's oh, the, uh, that artist. Yeah, yeah. Does all the cool Invincible stuff. He does. He, he does a whole bunch of stuff. He says, uh, he replied to that saying, oh man, as a father, that scene still fills me with, with emotion. Yeah, that is such an, and, and that's, that's why it's one of my favorite single issues, standalone issues. I love that issue, um. Because it's a story. It has three parts, uh, a beginning, middle, and end. And having it, it's such a tragic ending. And the, I mean, it's not overly gory, but you see their faces for a minute. And then, like, from the from then on, they're kind of covered up. Their bodies are covered up. Yeah. But you see that for just a second. I remember their faces, like, mummified and the shock coming out of their eyes and yeah. mouths and ears. And, like, it was so, oh, it's so hard to think about. I remember Liz had a really hard time when we were doing the New Reader series with that issue. Really? Yeah. It was just, it's just, it's it's heartbreaking. Yeah. Ben is right. But so when I think of, like, uncomfortably gory moments, that's one of the ones that I think of. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, that's really. I don't know. I I mean, I know Powerplex is. If you had to pick one, he's your favorite character. He's one of my favorite. Yeah, he's my favorite side characters. Yeah, when we're talking about side characters. Yeah. Right. Um. I agree. Like I I love Powerplex. I I would I would probably put him in my top five. It'd be tough to come to come up with a top five mm -hmm. and but it's funny, I, I he's think, not in a lot but every yeah, single is, thing is it's a deep. solid issue like, yeah. like everything he's in is just nuts all his fights and mm -hmm. like the, i mean the when he took on the guardians he, oh my yeah, gosh the realization when he realizes that it is his fault and that he's been blaming mark yeah. this entire time Ugh. powerplex is such a great character um what's another one of yours I could go to my third one, but I, I jump around if you want. It doesn't uh, matter. Well, I mean, I feel like it's like the finale, though. I oh mean, yeah, you're building about... up. I'm kind of going backwards. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it's not a big deal. All right. Well, I'm gonna save it. I'm gonna okay. save it. We're gonna. I, we'll talk about um, when Invincible goes to see Nolan after their big fight. Mm -hmm. He goes to Telascria and. Uh, so I think this. You know, I said that. No, go ahead. Sorry, I'm interrupting. Talk, no, go ahead. Talk about, well, I was just gonna say like. Oliver flying through the Mahler twins happened after this. Right. I forgot how bloody this was. Yes. We see guts in this too. Yeah. And we, I, did, I forgot about those. Yeah. So, I mean, I think the reason why I, I, I don't know. I, I love this fight. I always think about this fight too. Um, and I think the reason why I think about this fight is because it's got the double page spread. Mm -hmm. And this is another image that's very like, you know, ingrained in Invincible fans' minds, uh, especially toward the end of the series when they recreated it and just flipped flipped all the characters. Yeah. So good. Um, of 
Invincible God, getting beat up and Nolan beating the shit out of the the, the two other Viltrumites. Um, so yeah, so uh, Invincible goes to Telescria, um, and then oh, I always forget his name. He's yeah. throughout the whole series, though. I mean, he's throughout a lot of it. I feel like at one point he just disappears. He's the one Viltrumite that has kind of the uh, is it called a widow's peak? I don't remember. Yeah. It's kind of a he's balding. He's balding. It's starting. Um, and uh, <laughs> yeah, and he has the mustache, the really fine mustache. Yeah. Uh, and there's also the older guy uh, who dies in this fight scene. Yep. And then there's um, what's his name? Uh, he's also Lucan. Is Lucian. in this? Lu- yeah, Lucan or yeah. One either of them. way, he's part of this fight too. He's the one that's holding his guts in. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, basically, Nolan is enraged because he comes back and finds that uh, they like destroyed everybody on Telescria. Mm-hmm. Um. And they show up and they get in this huge fight. Uh, yeah. And it's extremely bloody and gory. And this is, again, this is where like the progression started with this double page spread of Nolan fighting and Invincible getting beat up and everything. Mm. It's just, it's insane. And then the next couple pages is just all red, just blood everywhere. It's it's, it's just nuts. And the, the Nolan's eyes, man, they're crazy. Mm-hmm. It's just one this thing was that, an awesome, head butting them, yeah. eyes popping out. It, it, one yeah. thing that I don't think I've ever fully talked about was the background color in this. That was that that pink alien yeah. hue to it. It was really good. It yeah. really makes the blood stand out. I love this fight scene. Just anytime someone head butts someone like that, like in the series, like yeah, that guy's eyes popping out. Yeah, his eyes, his eyeballs out of his socket. Um, Nolan's screaming. Uh, What's his name? Breaks his back. He's literally... Lucan. Lucan yeah. breaks his back. Um, he's bent in half. He's broken in half, going no like is. the back, like the back, opposite way. The, the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, yeah, this fight scene is just mm-hmm. insanity. So, yeah. um, one of the things that I always think about, like when I think of the Gorn Invincible... Uh, is actually not even a uh, scene. It is a um, cover. Hmm. Tell me about it. It is cover... I'm trying to find it. 120. I wanted to yeah. be able to show you. Well, 120, Fuck that cover, This dude. is the one I was waiting oh for. Oh, my God. But we're gonna, well, let's talk about it, it. Was this the one you wanted to wait for? This is, the, this is like the finale. So I wasn't even... Battle Beast versus Thrag. I wasn't Thrag. even referring to Battle Beast versus Thrag, which no? is a moment. You could take that. Oh, but well, I'm referring to the cover. Yeah. It is might be single-handedly the, the most difficult thing for me to look at in this mm. entire series. Yeah. That's disgusting. Ryan Otley, that's disgusting. <laughs> you should be ashamed not, of yourself, not Ryan Not only Ollie. is his eyeball popping out, but it's slit. How A slit eyeball. Like, come on. No. Ugh. The the nose is broken and <laughs> cracked. His his lips are, like, ripped off. Look at his head. His gum. His head. You can see, you the, see the his bone? skull. Dude, this, it's gross. It's so gross. That is by far the grossest thing in this entire series. Yeah. That's what that's what I wanted to say. You can take carry on with the the the. We're going battle beast. Go for it. I mean, battle beast and thrag. In my opinion, it does. It is the goriest thing in this entire series. I believe the fight starts in. I think I want to say one fifteen. It's periodic. Yeah, like it's, it'll keep... show like one or two pages an issue, and then it'll just go back to the main story and go back to the main story. Um, 
but yeah, it's. I mean, actually, it starts. Yeah, it's right, right there. here. One fifteen. Yep. One fifteen. Which is such a good cover. Yeah. So, um, and then issue one twenty, you see like oh. the whole fight, and it's just literally the first page of well, of one twenty is Battle Beast, just like dead. Just, just. Well, one twenty is um, the end of the blood fight. Blood everywhere, right? Yeah. Or I'm sorry, you see the end of the fight, not the not the whole fight. Um, one fifteen yeah, just... is the whole fight, and that's where uh, Thrag gets cut by the Ragnar, and then Battle Beast takes his own sword and evens the yeah. the, the, the playing field by uh, cutting his own stomach open. That reminds me of role models where he throws the, the shield away, and he's like, "Big mistake," and he's like, "No, it was a," or he's like, "Bad idea," and he's like, "No, it was a good idea." <laughs> Yeah, this is just nuts. I mean, like the double page uh, spread of the, um, with yeah, with Dragon Battle Beast in the middle and Battle and it's Beast literally just columns his of head. them fighting, and it's just insane. Yep, he's missing an eye here. Yeah, oh, go back to one twenty. Go back to one twenty. Go back to one twenty. All right, I want to see it. Give it to me. It's gross. Oh my gosh, Battle Beast! You turn the page, and it's a double page spread of battle beast dead and uh you know thrag just ripping his guts out yeah ripping him up and uh yeah oh man so good i'm just glad we didn't have to see him skin him Mm -mm. yeah oh man but you when you first see him oh that son of a bitch right so angry son of a bitch um let's go to another twitter reply all Uh, right we have one here from bonnie knight what does bonnie have to say the first time Invincible killed Angstrom Levy. Yeah. It may not have been as graphic as later parts, but it was really surprising to see Mark committing such an act at the time. And it sets up for what's to come in the future of the entire series by showing us this, especially when Oliver references, references it later on when he and Mark had an argument over killing villains. That is a great one. Remember how yeah. shocking that scene was because of the blood? Like... And Mark was covered in it, and he kept punching him, punching him, punching him. And yeah. there was the blood splatter all over the the ruins or whatever they were in that desert. Yeah. And and like that was another great use of not showing it. Yeah. It, but, yes. but you know. Uh, and it. What was crazy about that too is that I mean he he was punching him because he thought that he was like superhuman, but he wasn't. Well, because he mentions that he augmented himself to be a little bit stronger. He didn't mean to kill and him. And yeah, Mark thought he was stronger than that. Right. Ah. Oh. That was so good. And then, of I course, mean, that's my favorite issue, mm-hmm. my favorite single issue. And then, of course, we get uh, to see the aftermath much later. Was issue sixty? Another one of your favorite issues. Yes, <laughs> that's so funny. Probably how, my second favorite. issue. That's so issue. funny how your two favorite <laughs> issues like they they directly tie together. Yeah, that's um, true. But yeah, uh, that actually ties in well with what um, Ryan Otley actually replied to. Um, Ryan, Ryan actually said, uh, violent scenes. I was able to go all out and go nuts. But a scene like the rape scene, a little less showy and leaving a lot to the imag- imagination is key. I think Robert is mindful from the writing stage at what is too much. Then I have to be mindful to that in the visuals. I love the idea that, I mean, there is a line that you can't really cross. Mm-hmm. And with rape being such a... I mean, powerful subject. Yeah. Um, you can't go too far with that. I mm-hmm. mean, I. I mean, yeah. I mean, obviously, like what Ryan is saying here is, in the original script for thirty three, he had him not show the mangled face. You yeah. know what I mean? But come sixty, he's probably like, go ahead and show it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think it's interesting, like when to use 
the gore and when not to. And uh, we see that throughout all of Invincible. And as the series matures and as Mark matures, it's almost like the readers mature along with it. And, you know, kind of they can uh, take it a little bit more. Uh, (laughs) Take it a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. So another one of mine is uh, Dinosaurus. When I think of really gory scenes and scenes that, and I, I'm noticing that a lot of mine are more like not emotionally driven, but things uh, that shocking things that yeah like yeah. yeah you know what it's shocking. Oliver flying through the Mahler twins, yeah. Powerplex's family, the eye on the cover of a comic book being yeah. slid open, and now dinosaurs. The death he of goes invincible. to he goes to fight. Um, no, it's uh, dinosaurs versus. I, actually, no, it's not. It's not issue one hundred. Oh, really? No, I thought you were going to say the page one of of no, issue one hundred. No, that's a great. That's a great call too. Oh, I had that down on my. No, that's not this one. This one is uh, dinosaurs versus Thrag. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Come on, let me find it. Yeah, um, pull it up. I'm gonna pull that up. It's not there. It's not there. It's right here. Flipping through. All right. So this is in issue ninety. Um, dinosaur or Thrag. Yeah, dinosaurs goes to the ship that you know to save thrag mm-hmm. or to save uh mark this is uh i mean i know this fight is otley but this was when half cory walker's arc right nope not yet soon no? shortly was that after 92 this. i think 92 started i thought it was that. 89 to like 94 anyways actually continue. 93 started that it looks 93 like. okay um no it, i digress yeah no 92 started that. you were 92? right the first time okay so dinosaurs versus thrag on the viltrumite ship holy shit he goes to attack him and right away breaks off two is his claw, two of his claws. Right yeah. away, it's like he's fighting. He's, he's, he's fighting a, a brick wall. Like, you ain't shit. No, like this is just this is going to end badly for yeah. him. Uh, and he's just so determined, and he keeps going after him. The point though, where he comes up from behind Thrag, because Thrag's just like whatever, and he goes to walk away. Dinosaur comes up behind him. Dinos, you know, T Rex face yeah. to his head, and and just all his teeth go shattering everywhere. Oh, <laughs> it's so bad. And then like, and then so dinosaur cigarette, is, yeah, right. And then dinosaur <laughs> is sitting there, like, like blubbering, like he can't speak yeah. clearly because he's all his teeth all just gums. got yeah. And then Thrag goes up to him and grabs the top and bottom and of his jaw rips and then his rips jaw it. Apart. Oh, yeah. There's something about that page. That is, I like forget about that fight. Really? I like I don't I don't even I don't even think about it. Yeah, that was one that of was the ones that, fight. that that hits me, man. Yeah. That, ugh, just the fact that he's trying to talk and just like it's to me that's kind of like like people bending their fingernails back. You know what I mean? Like oh, like oh no, I don't want to. Or like pulling teeth. You know what Someone I mean? It's like torture. Cuts the the back of the ankle. Oh yeah, like tendons. Like yeah. those are the kind of things that that one really that one bothered me. I don't know. You got another one? I do. It's not as crazy as the ones we've talked about, but it's my favorite it's character. Right. So we're gonna talk Dude, about Rex. Dude, this is Blown. a crazy scene. Are you kidding? No, this yeah. is up there. This is nuts. Uh, so Rex. Well, actually, I'm gonna go even further back. It's Rex and Duplicate versus the Lizard League, but it's really them versus uh, oh, what's his name? Uh, Komodo? Komodo. I think it's Komodo Dragon or Komodo. Komodo Dragon? Is it Komodo Dragon? It's the big one. It's the Hulk. It's the big, yeah. Yeah, of the Um, the Lizard League. The fight starts out with, if if he is Komodo Dragon, if that is his real name, just fucking up Duplicate. Everyone. Like, just like, 
one after the other after the other duplicate of of her um and just like destroying her and then and and rex believes that it was the last duplicate like he's yeah he believes that this guy's killed you're a monster he's like this can't be happening he goes after him and um you know one of the lizard league shows up and he throws his um uh what do you even call him Baton? Yeah. I don't know if I it's like a, the word it, baton. You don't know if you like the word? No, because I think of like a dance recital. <laughs> no, that's a... It's a, a baton. baton. What's well, yeah. a police baton? Oh, okay. Yeah. That, is it? I think oh, it's okay. a baton. Is it a baton? All right. Baton. <laughs> baton. Uh, he throws his baton at the feet of one of the Lizard League and it explodes, but he was too close. So it kind of like, it messes him up and he's on the ground and he's like screaming. <laughs> like his, his blood, clothes are on fire. Burnt. Yeah, his... his uh, clothes are like melting off did you forget the the previous superhero that komodo dragon killed before duplicate this is komodo dragon isn't it oh no, no that's, he's the that's, he's the that's the, the king, lizard, king lizard. lizard yeah uh he killed someone else other than duplicate did he? the guy that everybody forgets and every and he's always so angry that everybody forgets about him <laughs> and you forgot about him oh oh fucking who is it um, See, poor guy. He uh, never got the uh, he never got the uh, attention he deserved. I do remember what's Everybody, his name. Everybody's screaming, shrinking Ray. He ate shrinking Ray. Komodo dragon just popped him in his mouth. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I did have that there. It was great. Yeah, I don't know. It was great. somewhere. What? He's the one that hit the button that opened up the door yeah. for them to rush in. Um, yeah, but. I mean, the, the next part. page is that, yeah, the craziest part is, and oh man, my fucking heart stopped. Um, you know, he's, Rex Bode is laying on the ground. Like we said, his clothes are melted. He's all bloody. It's, you know, tons of gore there. Um, he gets up and he starts fighting uh, Komodo Dragon and he takes one of the uh, batons. It's a smaller one. Like a, like a, mm. this one's more like a ball almost. Yeah. yeah. So it was like a, pool cue yeah so he has it in his hand and he's charging it and he but before he could throw it komodo dragon grabs his arm and but he shoves it in komodo dragon's uh mouth and komodo dragon bites his arm off yeah like bites it like bites it off yeah completely bites his hand and at off. this point we know and there's robotics in it and you see like the the wires yeah coming out of his wrist yeah the bones yeah, and then uh, his head explodes. And oh. then Komodo Dragon's head explodes because he's got it in his mouth. But even that, when I think back to the scene, even that is not the moment I think of. Yeah, of course not. It's crazy. It's the next part. It's, yeah. Where he he won. Rexplode won. And, you know, Komodo Dragon's on the ground and his head is decapitated. Blood everywhere. You could see his bones. And then coming up from behind him is King Lizard and shoots him in the back of the head. Oh. Crazy. But it's not even that. It's it's he gets shot in the back of the head and then he keeps fighting with one hand like gone mm-hmm. and just bloodied and he beats King Lizard. And he's like crawling to beat the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. Like he's trying to get to him. Yeah. And then, that is dead that is definitely up there. That's one of the ones I uh I definitely think about. Yeah. Uh Scott It's one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Scott Bodenhammer over on Twitter. Bodenhammer. Uh who is actually one of our uh uh, fan spotlights. Yeah. Wrote to He's us a good on Twitter of the podcast and said, and to uh, us all. he says, I was always a bit grossed out when eyeballs were dangling. Yeah. Yeah. That's that, the best that, of it. Oh, that's, that happens quite a bit. We've already talked about Alan getting messed up. 
uh, by the Viltrumites. Um, it happened to Nolan during the Nolan and Thrag fight. Like uh, it happened uh, a little bit to Thrag when um, on that cover. Yeah, definitely always grossed out when that happens. It's it's happened a lot actually. It's a it's a good technique to get people grossed out. My next one though, and this is again kind of sticking with the theme of shocking because mm-hmm. this is very shocking when it happened was Ooh, issue are you going to one no okay 97 the cover is blood you... oh yeah that's like isn't that your favorite color cover it's one of my favorite covers yeah and it's funny because talk ollie talks it. ollie talked about it saying like he just kind of threw it together yeah it's just a quick one i just love the idea of the duality of it you know i mean it's it's bulletproof wearing invincible's costume looking at his reflection in blood and he's wearing the bulletproof costume yeah um and for what it means because he's a twin for what it means what happens in this issue like it's it's i don't know i always liked it as as a cover uh but this is the issue in which uh zandal and his uh girlfriend uh kill his parents yeah uh another like emotion driven yeah like, i mean they like screwed up yeah really messed up comic yeah almost too Her much issue. which is uh you know zandal comes out about the fact of you know what happened and he reveals like he explains everything to his parents with everything between his brother and him mm-hmm. and uh and they're shouting at each other and uh and zandal's girlfriend i forgot her name what was her name i don't know i don't remember um but anyways, she hits her over the head with a frying pan. And uh, and again, we're talking about eyes popping out. Um, her eye pops out. Uh, Zandal goes to save his girlfriend uh, because his dad is attacking her yeah. and beating beating her up, saying he's going to kill her. Zandal pulls his dad off of her, like breaking his dad's neck. And it's just a really gross, like disturbing scene. And it's interesting because... Uh, that is all followed up by Cory Walker, Flip, yeah, <laughs> by Flip Schaaf, uh saying, um, uh, which kind of standing in for Kirkman, heavy-handed, jarring, overly dark, hell, out of place, all of the above. I completely agree. Like he, it, it's very obvious. Like, hey, this is, uh, this is a, this is a bit much. Yeah, um, and he's got. Uh, I love the the death of like. Mm-hmm. Things leading up, science he's, dog, he's signing issue Captain ones. America's up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's also on my list of yeah. things that Crazy. startled me and invincible and grossed me out. Yeah. You got another one for me? Yeah. Go I'm for going it. to my my other favorite character. That's a big one, dude. Um, this is a big one. Uh, oh, the man. official death of Angstrom Levy. Um, but not only Angstrom Levy, but it was, it was, I mean, it was Invincible and it was like the other dimensional punk. Mohawk Mark. Mohawk Mark, yeah. Mm-hmm. Invincible. Which I think is the grossest thing in this issue. There's this issue. Honestly, this issue is not talked about enough. It's so It's good. got conquest it's in got it. Con- it's got, it's got like, oh. this issue 108 we're talking about. Yeah. We haven't said it yet. Issue 108 is like perfect where he goes into the other dimension and like conquest shows up he he goes to uh mohead mohawk marks all the eaves yeah like oh my gosh this is and i mean i mean for me it's definitely um angstrom levy and speaking of covers this is one of the 
one of the gory worst covers. worst covers as well, where it just shows him hanging from chains. Angstrom Levy is hanging from chains, uh, completely bloody. He's got. I mean, obviously his brain sticks out anyways, but his brain is like all it's gory. Like it's like yeah, yeah it's it, like, it it's looks like someone squished. took a bite out of it. Yeah. Um, and the chain is going in his mouth. Like oh, oh. yeah, it's rough. Yeah, there's blood all over. Uh, uh, Mohawk Mark. But yeah, like toward the end of the issue, this is also the issue where Robot officially goes evil. It betrays this Mark. This issue one away, man. Stranded. It, it sets the tone for the rest of the series. Like, it's, yeah. it's insane. Um, so yeah, the, the first thing Robot does is he says, I'm really sorry, but I have to see... Um, I have to see now that I have to do this. And he's he does a... Uh, he basically shoots two scientists in the face and there's their skulls are getting blasted backwards they got blood everywhere uh a loud noise is emitting from robot and it mm-hmm. makes mohawk mohawk mark's head explode his eyeballs are popping out of both um sockets he's got guts coming out of his mouth and nose this is another one of the biggest gore moments i think yeah that, Just, i mean that particular that, image I mean. that image is probably in the top three yeah. of grossest things to me yeah. like the the fact that his neck is bulging it's definitely i mean the blood squirting out of his eyeballs and out of the, the him basically vomiting guts is definitely a, a factor but for some reason the bulging neck really mm. gets me yeah i bet if you if you google ryan otley gore I bet this is in the top five. It's probably up there. Uh, And then Robot slices uh, Angstrom Levy's head off. And just like Mm -hmm. cleans the blood off of a napkin with a napkin off of his his hand. Yeah. I love that. And then the issue ends with, you know, just the scene of the bloody scientists in the corners in the corner with their head decapitated uh mohawk mark laying on the ground with his eyeballs out of his socket guts everywhere and then just like a ocean of blood coming from angstrom angstrom yeah love this issue tell me about your next one Ryan. all right my next one's kind of a two-parter and it might be my last one other than anything else that we bring up but this is kind of the last one i i i think of and it's a two-parter with alan alan and nolan in uh what is this this is issue 55 when alan breaks nolan out of prison yeah in space and they tag team punch a viltrumite's head and it you know they yeah. basically they basically fist bump with a viltrumite in between them and it, is his, that eye popping his, out his, his yep eye pop bit. out yeah. brain pop out and his head pops like a grape. Yeah. Pretty gross. But what that always makes me think of, and the thing I think of more often when I think of Alan, is for some reason, issue 75, when Alan punches a Viltrumite in the stomach and his fist comes out the Viltrumite's mouth. Yeah. That, okay. That's, yeah. that's gross. That's a little messed up. That's a good one. And then a few pages later, you can see Alan sliding the Viltrumite <laughs> off, of his, <laughs> off of his arm because like he, was, cause he was wearing him like a bracelet. It yeah. was so gross. Yeah. But yeah, that's a that's a good one too. Oh. I mean, two quick ones. Why I feel like we can't end this without talking about one, the death of Cecil. Oh, man. It's again the slit That's throat one. stepping on the head. The, yeah, the, like, the, the the massacre of everybody by robot was gory. Think of burning Yeti's face, one, blowing off outrun or knockout's jaw. Like, fucking Adam Eve's leg getting ripped yeah. off. Yeah. Oh, 
that's my other one that I I, I feel like we have. We're we definitely forgetting about. some. Oh yeah, for there's sure. like. But those are the ones that I was like, we. Oh well, think of gosh, think of towards yeah. a pregnant Eve with yeah. her with her leg being ripped off. The the towards the end of the uh, series, we've got, um, Cory Walker's final issue, Mark popping Anand's head off. Yeah. Um, them ripping, um, Mark down the middle in half in half, half. long ways, chopping um Oliver. Eve's Eve's face off like the, her jaw, mm-hmm. and she's like trying to talk still. I mean. Again, this goes to what you consider gore, but Mark and Thrag fought on the sun with no skin. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, that's that. Yeah. I would say that's definitely gore. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's literally it's all all it showed was muscles, just burnt muscles. Yeah, and, and there's a big thing that we haven't talked about gore related. But before we get to that, uh, Connor, our friend Connor over on Twitter, CT57 said, uh, "I can't speak for any other fans who are artists." But I, but my stuff suspiciously, suspiciously got a lot more gory and graphic after reading Conquest. It's just so fucking inspirational and cool. I'd pay to watch Otley draw guts. Yeah. I mean, that's what he's known for, man. man. And and now he's on a Marvel comic in which yeah. he doesn't really... I don't think he can draw guts. Yeah, that's it's true. interesting, right? Well, he, uh, he will have his moment again. Oh, I'm sure. He's going to be working on side stuff, too, I'm sure. Probably. Uh, so, one thing we didn't really talk about almost at all during this uh during these gory moments the movie no not yet we'll get to that though viltrumite punches yeah. we always call it the viltrumite punch and you know my punch you know what we're talking about you know just you yeah, know what we're talking about just a viltrumite punching through someone's stomach uh i thought it'd be fun to kind of go back and see how many Count. there were yeah um i only counted actual like canonical ones like i'm not counting any flashbacks where we see him again or any little things in the background like when we yeah. when we look at viltrum or in the viltrumite war if there's like Moments some random like one clear. in the back, like clear impactful viltrumite punches right all right these are the moments like when we like the fact that we there we have a name for it there's a reason we have a name for it because of all the impactful moments that it happened here they are first one nolan versus Inv- Im- immortal yeah that was the first one that happened uh, that that Mark saw that was the turning point for Mark and that sparked the conversation. Uh, after that, we've got the the random Viltrumite that we can't think of his name uh, versus Alan. Remember, yeah. Alan gets messed up, his eye popped out and everything like that. At one point, and then he just punches right. At through one him. point, they punch right through him. Yep, he did the Hitler. Yep, yeah, <laughs> the Hitler, <laughs> the Hitler version. Uh, Conquest versus Eve. We didn't even talk about that. We talked about Conquest. True, but there's a moment where he actually That's a bad punches. One too punches through her yeah. and her face is like oh man that scene where like everything gets real glowy and like mark catches her oh yeah oh another emotional i one. could see the future yeah oh you don't live to see tomorrow you don't live to see tomorrow and then after that wasn't till mark uh faces conquest again uh in space and that's when conquest actually punches straight through mark yeah. and then goes on to grab his guts and they you know both almost die well conquest dies and mark almost dies there uh later on in that uh in the viltrumite war thrag does it to nolan yep that's the big Man. one Oof. that's the big one i remember in space too they were all green looking and he was like holding them in that's when thrag decides to leave them because they need them to mm-hmm. replenish yeah uh nolan does it to the immortal again in reboot when he attacks the guardians thrag does it to oliver when he kills him 
Yeah. We know we know uh at the end when Thrag does it to Nolan. That's that the all, big one. That all of this is done to damage the heart and all that, you know. So He still lived. Yeah. And then the final Until one. He didn't. The final one. And the only time I have on here, unless I'm missing some, and let me know if I am, was Mark doing it. The only time Mark did it mm-hmm. was when he killed Robot or you know, stopped robot in space. Yeah. So that brings our total to one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine Viltrumite punches. Again, unless I'm missing something. If we are, let us know. Would but you, it's got to be like definitive. If you would have, uh, if I would have asked you how many there were before I told you, would you have been, uh, what, would, what would you have guessed it? I don't know how far I would have been off, but it would not have been nine or higher. It, it would have been I probably under nine. I probably would have said six or seven. Yeah, I think I would have. I think I would have too. That's a lot. Yeah. And these are only big ones. These are the big ones yeah. that happened. So the other thing, moving on to our uh, our kind of side topic, but still on topic, I wanted to know movie? briefly what you think of the movie in terms of gore. We've talked about this before. Yeah, we talked about when we've talked about the movie, but I wanted to kind of revisit it mm-hmm. uh, because we like we we talked a little bit about um, movies that we had seen when we were younger and the gory movies we've seen. Um, what are some like superhero movies right now? Modern day gory movies. Deadpool, right? Right. Kick-Ass. Those are kind of the Blade, only ones that I can really think if of. If you What's count that? it. Blade, if you count it. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, I mean, like not many. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to ask you, TJ. Does the Invincible movie have to be gory? Does uh, it have to be rated R because of blood? Unpopular opinion, but absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> it doesn't. Like, think about what you want the first movie to be. Okay, so that end. Okay, so that's where we're getting at. Because There's I agree not with you. Much... I actually agree with you. I think that the first movie, if it is leading up to the Nolan Mark fight, it doesn't need to be rated I R. I really don't. I know everybody want, thinks it has to be, but that early on it doesn't i feel like two yes okay, see, and three but, yeah. but that's what we're getting at like but, when we ask online if it needs to be and everybody says yes or so then yeah. maybe they're thinking of later ones you know what i mean but if we put it into context and say if the first movie only follows the first hardcover the first three trade paperbacks and yeah. ends with the nolan fight then it's got to end we, bloody we could but yeah, not it, like it doesn't have to be like no, but but this think is about, rated R because of blood. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, no. What about the uh, the destruction that they caused to the city? Should we not see any any anything? No. no. We've seen destruction, and I mean, look at look at Avengers one. Look at all of the Avengers. Uh, we don't see tons of guts in that, but this the city is completely decimated. Yeah. One thing that um, uh, Digital Pizza says over on Twitter says that the movie needs gore. They just need to make sure that it doesn't come off too comedic or being over the top. And that's what I'd be worried with. If the first movie, again, if the first movie is just leading up, you know, everything we know leading up to the Mark and Nolan fight, I'd be worried that it'd be a little too gratuitous if it's right. if it's over the top. If Mark's eyes popped out when they're fighting. It's right. like... It, Certain things want, work want, so well see, in see, comics the thing, that though, will not work that, well that in That scene is so emotional. Action. I don't want people to be like... Like ew, like grossed out the fact yeah. that they're they're they're. There's got to uh, be the music playing, and you got to feel sorry for them. Like no, this can't no. And you don't want it no. Yeah, exactly Kevin like Hart. that. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want anything to be. I don't want it to be detracted from you know the gore to detract people from what's happening, and in 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 the early issues like we talked about, it's not really that necessary. Right. Um, I think it goes. It it depends upon where you think 
the movie should end. Mm-hmm. If you think it should go into a little bit of angstrom, or you think it should go into like conquest, yeah, then absolutely, then absolutely, yes, I agree with everybody. Like Ben from Nerdshining says, the movie needs to retain the gore and shock factor, in my opinion. I agree. It we need. We need it needs to get to the point where it's bloody, but right. it needs to be earned. I feel like an invincible was earned and it built up to that. Um, I don't know if I, I don't know. Like I think of Kickass and I think of like, then at one point they put a guy in a microwave or something and he blew up, like his head exploded. Yeah. Like like Deadpool makes they put something in a microwave. Like Deadpool makes sense because it's Deadpool and that's it is gratuitous and it is like like in your face how comedically glorious he can't die so you have to show ridiculous things happen to him and it kind of makes sense i don't know if this is necessary superman movies though superman gets his ass kicked in those movies Mm -hmm. and he's not like a gory mess Mm -hmm. but you could still be like damn he's getting his ass kicked you know what i mean yeah like and not only that but if it starts off showing less gore then when it happens in yeah. the second it'll movie, be, it's like, feel holy even like, shit. Like, the, f- the first, I agree. And <laughs> the first big gore moment, moment should be um, Angstrom's death. Because that's the, right, the part yeah. where it's like, it, it means See, the imagine, most. Imagine the first movie, we get what we expect of the first, you know, you know, arc that we've talked about several times. And it ends with the Nolan and Mark fight. And Mark is badly bruised badly beaten his face is swollen he's he's got cuts and he's bleeding everywhere but then the second movie th- we see him beat up angstrom and he's covered in it like and there's intestines out like this is like, not something and that he's we're just used like to and it, it crying because he's so angry yeah. and just like and then realizes what he's done like oh man that's yeah. what that's where the gore has to come in mm-hmm. what do you think of the fact that uh, if they did that, the first movie would be PG-13 and the second movie would be R. I would want it to be PG-13 because I want more people to see it. Mm-hmm. And I hate that, that that they will dumb down things that should be rated. Like movie, the movie industry mm-hmm. will dumb down things that should be rated R in Just order to, to get, get more, more viewers. viewers. But because I don't feel like it needs the gore, mm-hmm. I don't think it, we need to force it in there. And go for the... Go for the... Um, go for the the numbers get the, the numbers, people exactly yeah especially because you can make uh if they made an r-rated superman right now i'd be like hell yeah mm-hmm. but everybody knows superman not everybody knows invincible yeah, get, i want build, the world to get to know mark grayson yeah. and you know then I mean? and then everybody will fall in love with it and you'll get people coming to an r-rated movie right. you'll make up for it like freaking for the I, second one. i know eight-year-olds that went to go see deadpool it's a Marvel movie. It's Jeez. you know what I mean. Yeah, it's a little bad, <laughs> but still, people will go see it because they know who it is. But if I don't know how many eight-year-olds really went to go see Kick-Ass, yeah. I'm sure there were there were some, but mm-hmm. probably not as many because yeah. no one knows knew who he was. And at the it's time. different. And it's different with something like Kick-Ass and stuff, one. right? Because that's a lot of it's a lot of headshots, a lot of squibs, a lot of the blood splatter. You know what I mean? Yeah. This isn't getting, Invincible wouldn't have that. Invincible yeah. doesn't do. It's it's either like you know turning it to 10% or 500%. You know what I mean? Like, it's never like, oh, that's kind of gory. Like, I feel like it's, you're either a little bloody or you've got intestines hanging out. Mm-hmm. So, and it's not, it's never gunshots really either. It's it's ripping off limbs. It's punching through people. Yeah. So it's it's a little different than, than that. So I don't know. Uh, we've got one more email here. Do you want to read it? Sure. I'm kind of reading it sideways here. So uh, here bear with me. There Hey guys, quick email from me. Or who is this? This is Jordan Gilbert. What's up, Jordan? (laughs) Fan of the show. Appreciate you writing in. Always. Love it. 
always. Uh, hey guys, quick email from me. One part of Invincible's gore that stood out to me, even though it was really early on, was Alan's first dismemberment back in the issue 20s. I like how he says back in the 20s. Back like in the it's 20s. Like, like it's back the in the year. 1920s. That's why I added the issue, so people... Uh, they literally pulled him apart and left him floating in space with his eye hanging out. Conquest versus Mark's fight, first fight, was brutal but not that extreme gore level until Conquest got his face smashed in. That's what stood out to me the most. Last but not least, the thing I'm surprised they did the most was Conquest's attempt at dis- disemboweling Mark. Those last couple pages in issue 72 will always stand out to me. Not only because you can see Mark's pain in his face when Conquest starts pulling his guts out, but Conquest literally turning purple, and when it was all said and done, Mark is literally left lifeless with his guts clenched by Conquest saying help. Mark getting ripped in half in issue 132 always stood out to me as well. Thanks, guys. Love Jordan with a little heart. He put a little heart there. That's cute. Thanks, Jordan. Yeah. Cutie pie. And again, another time when color, like the color of his guts, Conquest's face yeah. turning purple and that red, and you've seen all the veins and stuff. God, yeah, that was. And yeah, that 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 moment where, uh, like Jordan's talking about, that like last page where you just see him grabbing his guts and Mark is like, I, I could picture his face like screaming out, like, help, like, yeah. ugh. He knows he's about to die. Yeah. He doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I think uh, I think that does it. Yeah. I don't. I'm sure think... there's a lot of gore that we didn't talk about. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, so one, one interesting thing that uh we didn't bring up that I thought was interesting for people who might not know that, and I'm pretty sure I remember this correctly. Ryan Otley listens to like heavy death metal when drawing the, the yeah. gory scenes, like the really like intense fight scenes and stuff, like the really bloody stuff. He listens yeah. to really heavy metal. Right. And I remember. I, I went to, um, well, I think that it was at Nickel City Con, and they. I always go to the sketch duels because I think sketch sketch duels are awesome. Oh, yeah. Not only because of the, the sketching, but I, I like hearing from different artists and, and things like that and asking them questions. And one thing, uh, someone asked them about what they listen to or watch while they're drawing, and one of the guys was saying that he only listens to classical music if he listens to anything at all because it can influence his drawing. And I actually raised my hand and I said. You would think that I said, couldn't that be an ally to you? Because if you're drawing something crazy, you could listen to like heavy metal or you mm-hmm. could. What do you say? Know, he he didn't really he, that artist didn't really respond. But the other artists were like, yeah, definitely. Like, they, really? he, yeah, but he the one that said it didn't really respond. To me. Yeah, I hope I didn't offend him. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. I'm sure he didn't. Uh, so that does it for our talk on the gore, the blood and guts in Invincible. Um, thank you for listening. Uh, if you have something you'd like to uh, say to us, any uh, feedback, especially about this, if there's something we missed or uh, you have some, side, some sort of insight into it that you want to share or uh, anything along the lines of that, please email us at theinvinciblepodcast at gmail.com or find us on Twitter and Facebook. Do it! Uh, other than that, check out the Oblivion Song Podcast and... Have a great day. You have a great day, Ryan. Bye.
Oh, Bill, what are you doing here? Well, hey, since... I, I don't know. Yeah, well, we just finished recording the Oblivion Song podcast. Uh, and it was a good one. It was a good one. Uh, but since you're here, I figured I'd tack this on to the end of the episode. Bill, uh, unfortunately, you didn't get to join us for the uh, Blood and Guts episode. But you can uh, join us for after the credits. Yeah, so now you're here in this little after credits section. Time and, travel. Uh, time what, travel. A, what a fun little secret thing we're doing right now. Right? Because normally it's a little goof, but now we can actually uh, put a little something extra at the end wow. here. So, Bill, when you think of gory moments in Invincible, what are a couple of things that jump to mind? It's so cliche. Angstrom Levy. The first time that it shows him, yeah, like his head being destroyed. Oh, so, all, so of, all of our go-tos were different. Yeah, so you say that really? it wasn't one no. of our first go-tos. Wow, I thought it for sure it was going to be oh, like no. the. Mine started out this. I mean, obviously, you should it's listen all to it. You'll, you'll listen episode. to it, but it's it's mine was, and I literally said the same thing you did. I know it's cliche, yeah. and everyone's going to say the same Everybody thing. Everybody says different things. Conquest, and he said that wasn't my go-to. No, mine was. Oh, you'll hear it. You'll hear it. Yeah, you'll hear so, it. So. So you're, I have to wait. You're gonna make me wait. So you're talking issue sixty when it actually shows his head destroyed. Well, or, no. So, so, well, yes, maybe part the t- the two part of it. So originally him him beating his skull to a pulp. Yeah. Um, I think was like one of the first gory things, other than like Omni Man, mm-hmm. like kind of killing killing off the guardians. Yeah. Um. But that to me was a shock. That was like Rick getting his hand cut off in The Walking Dead. You're like. Oh shit! Especially because Mark is so innocent in that moment. Like, holy shit! I thought you were stronger. Like, he's covered it and he's so yeah. scared. Yeah. What's another one that you think of? You think of Gore and Invincible? Like, um, one of the parts that got that like got me mm-hmm. was the second conquest fight when Mark's intestines were. Oh. He was alive and he was like, "God, help!" And yes. and like his intestines were were in Conquest's hand. Yeah. Like that shit. Oh my god! Like that. They were like purple. Do you remember? Yes, like, we talked about yeah. the color. <laughs> oh my god! Like the color on it was so gross. And yep. like conquest face, was like changing colors. Yeah, because Mark was choking him. Yeah. Uh, you got another one that jumps to mind? Um, not Dude, like that wouldn't favorite. be like crazy. Good like Thragon, Thragon Battle Beast. Beast. Yeah, that's yeah. the bloodiest thing that's happened in yeah. the series. Uh, all right, then one more quick question: Do you think that the movie? needs to be rated R because of blood and guts. Yes. I um I I don't think that it's necessarily what defines invincible. Mm-hmm. But I think it 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 is something that will set it apart from every other superhero thing. Because other than like other than the gore and the serious violence that's in it, like that's a real consequence to me. Mm-hmm. You know, like if Superman were real and he were this strong, he would be throwing punches through things. Yeah, we had a great email about consequence and how that plays into the gore and invincible. Yeah, like it's 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 true consequences. Like Exhibit A, my first thing, Mark pummeling Angstrom because he was so mad and being like, oh, fuck, that's right, I have superpowers. Mm-hmm. And you, now you're fucking dead, quote unquote. You yeah. Know? Um, so I think that it's necessary. I think that it would be a very good shock value. Um, to people that are so used to going to like Avengers, yeah, you know what I mean, and and the most blood you see is, you know, Tony Stark getting stabbed with something, or you know what I mean, something like that. Yeah, I compared it the other the only other things there's I mean there's Deadpool, Logan, Kickass. Yeah, but I mean those, those the gore in Deadpool is comedic. Mm-hmm. The gore in Logan actually in the last one, I, I want you to think about 
some of the crazy like gore moments that happened in that. Remember when he was fighting um, X twenty two, the clone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The clone of him. When they were going at it, you like felt you were like, oh my yeah. god! Like it, it added so much more suspense to it because it wasn't just them throwing punches. And You're stuff. right. Yeah, that's a good example of it having weight and still being gory, but not being gratuitous and be like. Deadpool, like, yeah, getting torn in half, kind of thing. You yeah, know what well, I mean? that's a joke. It's, yeah, it's, it's a, a joke. Line, it's a fucking joke. And, you know, it, it. You know, we don't want it to be goofy. Mm-hmm. TJ and I. I mean, you'll hear. I mean, we think that the first movie can be done PG thirteen, but after that, it we, has to be I R. think it should be done PG. I don't think. That, I don't want mindless gore. I don't. That's not mindless gore, though. We just talked what, about all the reason would, why it's not mindless gore. Why would what what scenes would you have it be gory? They can't have in the Invincible, first the first one. Be, be PG-13, and then change the rating for the second one to R. They would never do it. I know that's tough, but, but we talked you, about would how Would you want nice. the second one to be R for gore? That's why you wanted R, is for gore. Do you think that they would be able to do Conquest or Thrag vs. Battle Beast without the gore? Yes, no. I do. I don't think I so. Do, I, do I, th- don't think I don't so. think I want that, but yes, I do think that they could do that. They could bloody somebody up in a PG-13 movie. PG-13 movies have like very wide limits there's mm-hmm. there's a lot of wiggle room there uh a lot more than there used to be and i don't think that uh, omni-man and invincible need that gore in the first movie because obviously we all all three of us think that that's where it should end i think it needs to be like the same size as deadpool like an indie not an indie but like low mm-hmm. budget like the first deadpool like yeah you know what i mean like take you know make it r because mm-hmm. it's for mature audiences it's not for kids it's not mm-hmm. like they because talk because of the gore, rape, abortion. You like it's, it's not for kids. Okay, put, put Marvel, put a Marvel stamp on that. Would Marvel do that? No, they would never, ever, ever, ever in a million years yeah. do that. This is a real life superhero. Like if he was real and I'm these not, heroes existed, I think we. Uh, I I'm think not we, confident that the Invincible movie would do rape. Either way, that TJ and I agree that later ish later scenes in the comic absolutely would be our. Um, we talked about it on the on the episode, but we think that if it is, if it does end with the Mark Nolan fight, mm-hmm. it could get around PG thirteen. But otherwise, yes, it would be R. And I think, I mean, Wolverine set up the precedence of being PG thirteen, mm-hmm. and then a sequel being rated R. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I think that that like Deadpool kind of set the bar for that, the tone of the character, like, and they're like, you know what, fuck it, let's just make it rated R. That was the whole yeah. That was their. Fox's whole game plan, but I don't think that you could start a franchise at PG-13 and then establish that tone and then change it to R the next movie. That's I, new. That's yeah. not established. I wouldn't Wolverine. bet it. I wouldn't put a bet on it, especially because it is Seth Rogen. I don't see them doing PG-13, but I don't know. It's interesting, and hopefully yeah. one day we'll see, and hopefully we'll get some news out of San Diego Comic-Con. I uh, would put money on the fact that it's going to be PG-13. Also, yeah. Dinosaurus getting his jaw ripped open by yes, Thrag. That was a good yes. one, too. Oh, man. That oh. was Oh, my God. That one was so fucking brutal. Yeah, it was. That hurt. Uh, thank you for doing this interview, Bill. I appreciate it. Hey, taking, thanks for having me, Taking the time guys. out of your day to uh, come in and uh, talk with us. Yeah. Thanks yeah. so much. Okay, bye. Okay, goodbye again.